Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. This is Lisa, and if you want to catch up with me on Twitter, you can find me at ILTM Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at I Love That Movie Podcast, and we have a Patreon. Uh, the show is always free, but if you want to support us on there, you can. That's at Patreon.com/slash I Love That Movie. Um, and right now we're covering Loki, so we're wrapping up on Loki. We've talked about Wandavision, we've talked about The Mandalorian. A lot of Disney Plus on there, and then also weekly roundups. So I do have guests on my Patreon as well. We cover everything else. It's like not movies. <laughs> um, so for as little as a dollar a month, you can join there. And I want to take a moment to thank my top patrons, and they are Chris Balga, Jeff Widman, Philip Barker, and Michael Cross. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights on. Uh, and if you like what you hear today, please subscribe and rate the show. It does help new listeners find us. And I've got a new guest on here today. I've got. Bryant. Say hi, Bryant. Hello. Hi, is everybody doing? I don't know. Can you hear me? Wait. Yep, I can hear you. Oh, okay, very <laughs> Sounding sure. good. Okay, okay. Oh, no, no, no problem. Um, so, Bryant, it is your first time on the show. Would you mind introducing yourself a little bit? Yes, my name is Bryant Collins. I am a cosplayer. I also do photography. I make vlogs. I do music. So basically, not great music, but I like to sing a lot. And I love playing D&D, so I'm a huge nerd, and so much more there is to know about me. <laughs> uh, you're in good company, then. Um, yes. And, and we, we kind of met, I think we, we met at cons before, right? Oh, yeah, most, most definitely. We, we were yes. each other at cons, and then we've oh, also yeah, volunteered together as oh, yes. well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but this is your first time on, and my guess, in case people, if this is your first time listening, my guests always pick the movie. Um, so, Brian, what what uh, movie did you choose to talk about today? I chose one of the coolest and greatest movies ever, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. So this came out in 2018. Yes. And I remember kind of following, I won't ask you if you saw it in theaters, because I'm sure you did. It's so recent. Yes. yes. <laughs> Some of the older right. movies, yes. I'm like, did you see this in theaters? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh you know, I remember seeing, uh, reading about when it was coming out, looking mm-hmm. forward to it. And then I don't know about you. Well, you already said you love it. Um, oh, yes. I, I was shocked by how much I loved it. Like I expected oh. to like it, but it just delivered so much more than I thought it could. Uh, right. What, what are your thoughts on that? There were so many things that happened in this movie that I just, I, when I watched it the first time I was going, wow, I did not expect for that to happen. I legit thought it was going to be like, you know, kind of somewhat a little bit bleak, but at the same time, you know, not too nitty gritty. But this one, mm-hmm. it actually hits you in like in like the feels and everything. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I had tears in my eyes. Actually, just now watching it. So <laughs> like every time I see it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, you know, I was aware of the character Miles Morales before this came out. I had mm-hmm. seen, you know, people cosplay him. Um, yes. Same with Spider Gwen and stuff like that. Did you mm-hmm. do you read the comics, or were you just kind of aware of Spider Man, or or so this version Spider Man? So I'm a big fan of Spider Man. Like growing up, I just always loved watching Spider Man. And when I hear about different versions of Spider Man, I was going, I thought there was just one. But then you go, yeah. oh, there's more and more. Like you know, you got Miles Morales, you got like Ben Riley. There's even a version when Doc Ock took over as Spider-Man. You just go, huh. what? You know, you, you never knew all these kind of things. But then all of a sudden, you, hearing about this, you know, you go, okay, I get more and more about this character. So for me, knowing about Miles Morales, every now and then I'll read a comic about him. But then I would 
do more and more research, say like on on the internet, social media, that kind of thing. So that way I get to know more about him and his backstory. Yeah, yeah. I I had like a vague awareness. I I have to say, honestly, like, I'm just going to say this right off the bat. This is probably my favorite Spider-Man movie. Um, yes. You know, <laughs> I really loved it. Uh, you know, growing up, I, I watched Spider-Man. I saw all the like Tobey Maguire films when they came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like by the time the Andrew Garfield ones came out, I was having a little bit of Spider-Man fatigue. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really enjoyed the Tom Holland version. And then this just like, I mean, it made me more of a Spider-Man fan. I mean, I've, I've always yes. been aware of the character and, you know, mm-hmm. he's always super popular um, with children of any age. But I um, so I knew I was definitely aware of him. I didn't watch the cartoon as much when I was a kid, but. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in my teen and and older years, uh, you know, watched the movies and enjoyed them. But Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that that was all there was to say, you know, like when the Andrew Garfield ones came out, I was kind of like, uh, and then Tom Holland, I felt like was sort of a fresh take. And then this is, I mean, the freshest it could possibly be. So (laughs) really enjoyed it. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, yeah, it it was just like, you figure when, when, uh, Tobey Maguire came out, he was like, oh, bet, you know. This is the start of everything going on for Marvel and everything. However, I will say, everybody knows, if you're a true Marvel fan, you actually know that it was all about Blade that helped out with this whole yes, Marvel franchise. Yes, good point. And then... Another uh, movie we haven't covered yet, surprisingly. See, it's crazy. Right? And then, you know, we had uh, Andrew Garfield. He only had two movies. He should have came out mm-hmm. with a third one, but at the same time, they were like, you know what, he all good. But, you know, with those two movies, <laughs> we'll end it there. And then Tom Holland came and they just go okay i see i see i see what's going on you're doing a, you know you're doing some things you know at a, at a good stance and you know it's just it just it just bears with me and going okay i'm liking these spider-man you know movies and everything but then when i saw into the spider-verse i'm just i'm like you know what forget about them it's all about miles morales right now so that's <laughs> all for me yeah and i think a big part of that is my love for animation as well i've, I've talked about mm-hmm. a lot on this show that and, and, and you're a pretty big anime fan, too. Oh, yes, most definitely. <laughs> anime, animation. Um, mm-hmm. And so uh, I I really am blown away by what they did artistically mm-hmm. in this film because mm-hmm. I think we sort of have an idea of what CG looks like. And I, I think that they took it so much further with just how artistic it was. I love like the graffiti style and the other styles, the comic book style where like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of word bubbles and even like the textures. I just think it's so creative. Like not only is it a great story and, you know, uh, told well, but it's also just beautiful to look at. And so that's another, I'm always, I'm extremely biased, like I said, because I do like animation and that's probably another reason why I really like this one. Yeah. And with this movie, there is, you get a lot of there, you know, People are trying to figure out like, what is what's so great about this movie and why should I keep watching this movie over and over again? And there is like multiple things. Like the first thing you want to talk about in this movie is about the the importance of uh, mentoring because you know yeah. in the movie we see how you know basically I'm, I'm, have you ta- have you talked about the plot or anything? Is, is okay I haven't talk actually. About let me let me do that really quick. Um, I want to say to to the people listening that we will talk about spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, probably a good idea to watch it and then come back to this conversation. But here is the quick synopsis of this film, uh, Into Mm -hmm. the Spider-Verse. Bitten by a radioactive spider in the subway, Brooklyn teenager Miles Morales suddenly develops mysterious powers that transform him into the one and only Spider-Man. When he meets Peter Parker, he soon realizes that there are many others who share his special high-flying talents. Miles must now use his newfound skills to battle the evil Kingpin, a hulking madman who can open portals to other universes and pull different versions of Spider-Man into our world. That's kind of what happened. Yeah, <laughs> we'll dive in is, a little yeah. bit further. Yes, but go ahead. Yes. What were you going to say? So, like I was saying, how about, about the importance of mentoring? So, basically... You know, you just gave you gave great synopsis. I love it. And you know, people are Marvel Marvel fans know about this, and they talk about it in almost every Marvel show. Uh, mm-hmm. The multiverse, basically, you know, basically saying if I'm here, what if there's another version of me, and this person can do this kind of thing, and this person can do this kind of thing, and that's what we found out with this movie into the Spider Verse. So yeah, 
basically when we found out that Peter Parker and Miles Morales' uh, world died, we was like, what? What just happened? But then when we see all these other spider, uh, spider people come in, we're just going, there's more spider people. So basically, the multiverse is actually a real thing for Marvel. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when I was talking about the importance of a mentor, I was talking about how and you know how we had the older version of Peter B. Parker uh, going to show the new the new Spider Man, which is Miles Morales, all you know the unique things about becoming Spider Man and whatnot. Now, granted, he I will say he kind of lacked in his mentorship, but I will say that. <laughs> Peter Park, Peter B. Parker, he did give him a lot of great, uh, like a lot of great skills and, you know, a lot of great things to remember, even if he's not even there in this, in his own universe. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. And, yeah. you know, what's interesting about this film is that, you know, this was made by Sony Pictures. So this yes. is like, you know, technically a Sony property and, uh, I noticed when I went to go back and watch this, you used to be able to watch it on Netflix, but it got pulled. Mm. I had to rent Mm. it actually. Oh wow. Really? (laughs) So, but it's interesting that like this idea of multiverses is, is, you know, sort of intro in this movie before we see it in any Mm. of the other Marvel franchise, like you were saying. And uh, I don't know. It's just interesting to go back and look at like how normalized multiverses are now versus when we saw this back in 2018. Exactly. Yeah. And then like along with, uh, Peter B. Parker, he also has his uncle, you know, people, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't know Uncle Aaron, you know, he's also uh, in the movie. However, he's a prowler. So that's a spoiler, just FYI. But, uh, <laughs> you know, how you, how you know his uncle, you know, his, his uncle Aaron was always there for miles and, you know, he's very close with him. However, his uncle made some pretty bad decisions, you know, in life mm-hmm. because, of, you know, he talked about how him and his dad were like the best of friends and everything along the way. However, his dad went on the right path as being a police officer. However, his uncle Aaron went towards the wrong path by making some, uh, some poor choices. Yeah. 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 And that's explored a lot in the film and, and yeah. also like the importance of family, I think yes. uh, those connections, you know, elevating those connections above uh, mm-hmm. just your own, I think agenda. Um, yes, yes. And usually, so in this next section, I want to talk a little bit about some quick facts that mm-hmm. I looked up before I uh, did a little research on this today. Fun research because, you know, I got to watch the movie and read about it. But uh, nice. kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the, the style of the animation. So here's a little quick ep- excerpt from that. Uh, the unique mm-hmm. animation style of Spider-Verse aims to make the viewer feel as if they're in the pages of a comic book. According to Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, the film combines the latest computer-generated animation technology with hand-drawn artistry. It was very <clears throat> it was very important to us that every frame of the movie was refined by the artist's hands after the visuals were rendered by computers. If you freeze any part of the movie at any time, it will look like an illustration with hand touches and all. Hand drawn. Well, that is actually true. That is actually true. And I think that's to me that's what really sets it apart. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of good CG out there. Mm-hmm. But I remember a while back telling uh, Nick that, you know, and my friends like that sometimes in computer animated movies, I don't know if you feel this way, but like they, their eyes look a little unfocused (laughs) or something or like it's a little bit flat. And I think what's missing is like that extra detail, those extra textures. And I feel like this, this uh, movie did a really good job with that. So you can really tell that while it is created with a computer you, you see, you know, the artist's hands have touched, you know, every frame because there's there's so much detail in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Like when I looked, I was looking at this movie, I'm going, they like legit very deep into this movie. They like with the uh, when 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 uh, Miles' dad pointed the gun at him, and you know, sure enough, with everything going on, you know, this was this was like a like a scary moment. Seeing this, yeah. and you just go, okay. What's about to happen? Is this about to be the end of Miles or is this about to be the end of the movie? What was going to happen? But then when he disappeared, it was like, oh, thank God. You know, my heart was like pounding the moment I saw that scene. I was going, please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. And then all of a sudden he just disappeared. I'm going, bless. Okay, this is this. You got me. But at the same time, you scared me at the first part. 
Yes, yes. I think they bring this like level of humanity to the characters. They they feel real and mm-hmm. uh, the stakes feel high because we're so invested in them by that point, mm-hmm. especially Miles. Yeah, I felt yeah. the exact same way. And, you know, completing this film required 180 animators, uh, the Ooh. largest crew ever used by Sony Pictures uh, Animation for a film. Which I don't know a lot about Sony Pictures Animation. <laughs> I'll be honest. Same. Um, Same. I feel like this really definitely propelled them. Uh, you mentioned we almost did uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I yes. was. I love that movie too. So good. But I was kind of <laughs> like, hey, just throwing this out there. We haven't talked about it to the Spider Verse yet, and you were like, what? <laughs> okay, that one we've got to talk about first. Because um, I love that movie, but I feel like this really set the tone. But yes. it, it's just nice to see another animation studio sort of compete with like, mm. you know, DreamWorks and Pixar, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of nice to see some somebody else in there. Uh, and done so well but 180 animators that's that's a big team that is a big team (laughs) yeah um the last thing i want to say it's not really a fact so much as just like a more like a quote uh phil lord and christopher miller had a goal for the movie uh inspire young people to become heroes inspired grown-ups to help them do it and remind us all that you don't need to be bitten by a radioactive spider to do your part you are powerful and we are counting on you and i was like oh I think oh, it goes back to that, like you said, that importance of mentorship. Yeah, that's that's really fun. Actually, I'm gonna add the fact to that. So, because you said that, uh, this movie, when the movie came out, it was like well known for everybody. Kids loved it, and so much more. Yeah. And I remember, uh, I me. So, just to let everybody know, uh, we basically we cosplay. You know, we're 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 good friends. We cosplay. We're you know we volunteer and everything along the way. And I actually got the Spider-Man suit from the movie before it came out. Now, because of this, you know, I started posting pictures and everything along the way. And many people were like, oh, my God, I love you. You know, really cool, cool. And then there was this one particular young man, him and his brother, they went to go see Into the Spider-Verse. And his mom tweeted that, you know, watching this movie, her kids were so astounded by the movie that they wanted to actually cosplay Miles Morales and everything because it actually represented so much for them. And when I saw that tweet, I retweet I, I tweeted them a picture of myself as Miles Morales. And after that, me and them we we kept talking and we're still we're still talking to this day. So oh, they're, wow. they're what a cool connection. So their boys actually still think of me as Miles Morales. So I <laughs> I, was, I send them like gifts and everything. I send them like uh things that Spider Man related, but they think that they're actually getting it from Miles Morales. That's so cute. I love that. Yeah. It reminds me yes. of like, you know, visiting at a hospitals and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. so, that's so cool. I'm glad exactly. that you're able to make that connection. That's really sweet. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love cosplay. And if, if people know me like here in Texas, I'm well known as like the Texas Spider-Man. I'm one of the Texas <laughs> Spider-Mans that everybody knows me as. And, you know, just, cosplaying him it just it goes a lot with what the movie said you know stan lee was in this movie r.i.p yeah and i miss him you know and there was a part in the movie where uh you know when they're at the store and it also you know with this movie is talking about social responsibility and i think the movie it was challenging people saying that anyone could wear the mask as stan lee said and Mm -hmm. it just you know when he said that it got to me it's like you know I can wear, I can wear the mask, you know, I wear on my, I put on my suit and I make a difference for kids and I'm, I can make a difference for other people as well. Doesn't have, doesn't mean if I have superpowers or not, I am going to make a difference for somebody in a way. Yeah. I mean, that, that's powerful. And you know, it's the, the creator of Spider-Man saying that. So, you know, it's true. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> and, is, that is true. um, and I agree with you. I, I have to admit, I started volunteering pretty much after I started cosplaying superheroes. Mm-hmm. I always said there's just something about wearing that outfit that makes you think like I could do more. I could do something really good. And I I, you know, I've cosplayed since I was a teenager, mm-hmm. but didn't start volunteering till I wore like superhero stuff because mm-hmm. it does have such a big impact on kids. And yes. uh it's so positive, you know, so it's kind of like 
how can I take this positivity that I experience like at conventions and do more with it? And that's kind of how I found, you know, groups of people that were into that and have continued mm-hmm. to do that. And it's, you know, it's been really, really fun. It's very rewarding. I, I tweeted the other day that like, I actually have more fun doing that than I have making them, which was, you know, my hobby for a long time was sewing and creating stuff. And I still like to do that, but mm-hmm. I have to admit like, yeah, the rush that you get from making somebody oh. happy is like mm-hmm. more fun. <laughs> it just well, is. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. So 100% agree. I love, I love that. And I think that speaks to uh, very much the themes in the film. So totally agree. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the cast. This is a stacked cast. I mean, you've Girl, got, uh, sh- yeah, you've got, uh, Shamik Moore, uh, mm-hmm. Haley uh, as Miles Morales, uh, Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy. I always forget it's Haley, um, Mahershala Ali as uncle mm-hmm. Aaron, uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Jefferson Davis, Lily Tomlin as aunt May, um let's see who else i reckon it's zoe kravitz as mary jane john mulaney as spider ham mm-hmm. and nicholas cage can't forget to say that he's spider-man noir um katherine oh, yeah. hahn as doc ock really good mm-hmm. and i forgot that chris pine is the first peter parker voice right <laughs> so I, was I was like, like hold on that, <laughs> when i heard I that like, i was that, like oh, that yeah. sounds so familiar <laughs> yeah but it's it's got um oh and i guess oscar isaac has one line but i i don't yeah remember what he said but anyway point is great Mm -hmm. casting um and i think that 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 helps with the film too for sure oh most definitely and you know Um, with oh go ahead no 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 go ahead go ahead oh no i was gonna say like with chris pine being like the spider-man i was going y'all better bring a spider-man in this movie or else i'm i'm like leaving okay so Yeah, I think his his like death too in the beginning is such a shock. I I, I didn't see that coming. Um, well, it's 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 basically well when Miles saw Spider Man, I think he this is when this is when the hype like the whole movie started. It's because he thought you know he took responsibility for Par- uh, Peter B. Parker's death. That he was like, you know what, I did this to him. So I need to take the mantle and save my, you know, save New York City from all the danger that comes to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it propels him into uh, into being a hero. I, I like that line where he says, "Like I, I don't want this," and he's like, "That's not how it works." <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, exactly. You, exactly. you don't get to to ask or make a decision. The the responsibility is mm-hmm. kind of thrust upon you. Exactly. And, yeah, he's definitely got that sort of kind of a familiar, you know, hero's journey where um, he he starts off not wanting to be the hero, but by the end he sort of grows into those shoes. And, and it's a really good way to do it too, I think, because as the audience, you know, this is a new, for a lot of people, version of Spider-Man. Uh, so mm-hmm. to kind of get that blessing right off the bat from the Spider-Man, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, the original, it kind of, I think, is a good segue for the audience into accepting Miles as he learns to accept himself too in this role and I, I just i don't know i just i like the way those two things are sort of happening simultaneously okay i'll see i, I see where you're going from that oh yes most definitely i see it um so we kind of talked about the cast a little bit oh I, I guess i should mention like i said i'm not as familiar with the team that directed it uh it's bob persichetti peter ramsey and rodney rotham i'm gonna look at their bios really fast um looks like they worked on like puss in boots monsters versus aliens other sony picture animation so i guess i i do know of other sony picture animation projects but just maybe not quite as well uh as as this it looks Mm -hmm. like they have a lot of uh background in like special effects and things like that um but yeah, okay, so kind of, yeah, a little bit, not new to the scene, but not as prominent as, as, as some others. Okay, I got good you. to know. Mm-hmm. Definitely look forward to more from them, though, for sure. I, um, I can't wait for the second one. I'm going to tell you that. That's, that's oh, for sure. d- so is that announced, and does it have, like, a release date yet? or? It's coming out in 2022, so next year. But oh, more, okay. like, more likely, you know, some of these movies, they will probably move it back to, like, later on within the year you know how like they, they did with the what's the name black widow 
So how she was supposed okay. to come out, I think in like April, but then they moved it back to another month and then such, you know, such and such, you know, but more than likely they'll probably do that with the Spider-Man 2 movie. Hopefully not. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, they also worked on the Lego movie, it looks like, as well. Okay, a lot of stuff yes. that I'm familiar nice. with. But nice. I guess I just didn't put... It doesn't quite have the same ring to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, oh, that, that that's so awesome. I'm I'm very excited about that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, anything that they put out, I'd be excited about. But more Spider-Verse content will be... Is appreciated. Yes. Well, I, well hopefully they... Because I know they're talking about adding more more Spider, Spider people into the movies. So, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we saw... And the first one we saw, like the Spider Family, with Peter B. Parker, Miles Morales. Uh, you see Spider Noir, Spider Ham, which still to this day still gets me. Uh, yeah, so hilarious. You got Spider so Gwen. <laughs> uh, what's her name? And then the young lady. Uh, what's what's the young lady with Gwen Stacy? No, no, no. The young lady. Oh, I forget her name. The small one. The the young lady. Oh, the, the one the one with the mech, the kind of anime yeah. inspired. Gosh, yes. I can't remember. But I can't remember I know which one you're talking about. Exactly, and. Just seeing them like working together as a family because you know teamwork makes the dream work as they always say, and just seeing yeah. them doing all this kind of it's, it's really cool. But then spoiler for everybody, towards the end you see Spider Man twenty ninety nine talking to like a different version. You going oh okay so twenty ninety nine is coming, and mm-hmm. then I know I know they announced that the Japanese Spider Man is coming. So if you oh interesting if, yeah so if if it's still around, like if we can go on YouTube right now, we can try to go find the original Spider-Man Japanese. You know, that'd be real cool. Uh, hopefully they put in, I don't know if you know this, but there's actually a, ver- uh, a universe where Spider-Man is actually built of a ton of spiders. Oh, no, I didn't know that. But I mean, makes sense. He's a Spider-Man. Yeah. So this, yeah, this I think it's like, and then there's like a spider cop, which I'm just going, Okay. Interesting. Like, okay. <laughs> like, how does that work? Hmm, interesting. It, it, like, how how does this work? But yeah, you just see like all these you know different spider spider people you know coming into the movies, and I'm just going, please put in a good amount for of this next one, so that way we can actually get a third Spider Man movie. You know, yes. that, that and that would be really cool. I would love to see that. Yeah, I'd love to see some of these characters like live action too. Eventually, mm-hmm. that would be really neat. Um, I think the the girl that you were referencing earlier, I think her name is. Kimiko Glenn? That's it. Or maybe that's the name of the actress. (laughs) Oh, no, it's the name of the actress. Okay, so if her name's Kimiko Glenn, then... She plays... Oh, she plays Penny Parker. That's what it is. Penny Parker, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. And I just watched this, but, you know. Um, Look, I'm I'm saying, like... (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, okay, so we kind of talked about the beginning. What what are some of your other uh, favorite scenes from the movie? So another favorite scene of mine was the part where before they go to the, uh, I think it's to the dinner and everything, when they like foil King Plan, Kingpin's plan and mm-hmm. Ma just goes, you know, I'm not, I'm not suitable for this. But then he goes back to the, uh, to the shed where Aunt May is like, oh, I was waiting for you. And that's when that one song, uh, What's Up Danger, starts playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the soundtrack in this is awesome. That's every time. Really big plus. Every time that scene comes, I'm just like, all right, I gotta go suit up. This is my scene right here, you know, because he he goes, he looks at the suits, and he's just going like, but what if these suits don't fit me? That's when he knows, you know, that's when you make your own suit and you make it into your own style. And just seeing him jump from that uh, skyscraper, yeah, just, that was just so magnificent. I love this so much. I'm just like, I gotta, re- I gotta replay this all over and over again. I, it's just so beautiful. <laughs> It is because it was like it's like slow motion, and he just know he he's like, all right, cool, this is my moment. I'm about to be Spider Man. Everybody about to flip out, and so much more. And as soon as he, you know, he's flipped that that uh, web, I'm just lost. And I'm going, well, this is my movie. I'm just this is the movie for me, y'all. Yes, I mean, I think you know that's something that's always been fun about the, the character of Spider Man is that he has mm-hmm. fun doing it. You know, he mm-hmm. like the way that he, you know, uh, jumps from building to building with the webs mm. and, you know, his attitude, he's, he's a very like fun character. And mm. so Miles is obviously different from Peter, you know, he's got a different origin story and he's got a different personality, but he's still got that. I, he's by the end of the movie, he like enjoys being Spider-Man, 
and it's just watching him have fun you know we're having fun watching him basically and and with that you know miles discovered he had unique talents and he also had unique gifts and we see that with different people you know he so basically i was talking about like how spider he had to be spider-man he needs to be spider-man in his own style you know yes in the comics it shows that he can turn he can go invisible and he also mm-hmm. has uh, lightning powers. And we can also see that in the games as well. And, you know, he he wanted, he had to be his own style for Spider-Man. Now, you know, when you see, uh, was it Spider-Noir, you know, seeing his fight style, it was really funny because, you know, it's basically depicts on like, you know how Batman back in the day with, uh, what's his name, Adam West, whenever he punched somebody, it showed like the blam and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That was his thing. <laughs> very old school comic exactly hero and then you got spider ham who was like looney tune style which is kind of funny yes. you got a uh, penny who's like you know futuristic and everything some way and then you got spider gwen and peter b parker they're both like you know they're at the present moment but at the same time they have their own style of uh fighting yes yeah and they're in different places in their lives they're you know mm-hmm. the peter b parker is different from the peter parker in miles mm-hmm. universe because he's a little older a little more jaded i feel like he is definitely stepping in for like the fans probably like my age and older that you know grew up with spider-man but now they're adults maybe they're the parents bringing their kids to this movie oh yes <laughs> and yes, then yes, yes. yeah and then gwen you know she man people love that character too I, i've seen you know girls cosplay spider gwen for years so it's oh, just yes. really fun to finally kind of see that on screen and learn a little bit more about her but you're right like every single mm-hmm. spider person uh has like a different you know has different talents um and and i think that's i really like miles powers like i like the invisibility i like the lightning uh that's just something different and and you know everything he sticks to everything i like that too i think that's funny played for laughs in the beginning when he you know says it's puberty or something and he, um, and he had to go he had to go sing a song i'm like bro you could you, you got this just just, just let it go <laughs> You got this. Just let go. (laughs) That seems to be a theme in the movie too. Just let go. Just let go. Yeah. Well, okay. What about you? Go ahead. Yeah. um, What's your favorite scene? Um. So I okay. I don't know if it's just one scene, maybe a collection of scenes, but I really, really like the relationship between Miles and his father. I feel like you don't see a lot of. I mean, you do see positive relationships with dads, but I feel like this Mm -hmm. is like a different one, a different type. Mm Um, yes. you know, Miles, uh, is, is from Brooklyn. Brooklyn mm-hmm. is changing. That's happening in the movie, which I felt like mm-hmm. was a subtle commentary on gentrification, but they don't go deep. They just kind of touch on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Miles is going to a private school and, uh, he's not too pumped about that because, you know, it's hard when your neighborhood, uh, all the people that you grew up with and went to school with, you're having to like leave them, go to this new school where you're not as accepted. I mean, he's not like an outcast there, but yeah. his, you know, his 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 crew that he ran with, they're they're back at home and they mm-hmm. they miss him and they and he misses them. Uh, so he feels a little bit of that tension, but he was able to get into the school because of his high test scores and he got like a scholarship, which they kind of briefly touch on that too you know he's like i i just won a lottery and his dad's like no you earned your spot and you deserve to be there but he kind of through the course of this movie he's really not just accepting the spider-man role but also the fact that he's so talented you know uh but he's young and he's kind of coming into his own so this is this is all new for him um but i i just liked the dynamic with his family. Cause you know, the, the Spider-Man that we know uh, growing up was always, you know, he, uncle Ben is gone and there's mm-hmm. aunt May and yeah. he doesn't get to have this. Like, it's kind of fun how some of the newer superheroes, I feel like have more of a support system at home. Like they don't have to be completely alone. <laughs> they can yes, have yeah. like really, really positive uh, relationships and yeah. his dad being a cop. I mean, that's tough, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that scene where he's stuck in the car um, and mm-hmm. kids are taking pictures like he's in the back of a cop car. And he's mm-hmm. like, yes. it's, it's just not cool. You know, it's not really super cool uh, oh, to have this oh, yes, authoritarian yes. dad. <laughs> 
But I mean, I, I my, mom, like my mom is the same way. So trust me, I, I, I understand what Miles <laughs> is. Because my mom's also a police officer. So I understand where, like, what this movie speaks to me in so many ways. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, in the beginning of the movie, he's he's more enamored with his uncle. You kind of talked about his uncle a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but later we find out he's actually a bad guy, which I loved that twist when you find out he's a villain. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's the you said is he called the prowler? Yeah, the prowler. Okay, the prowler. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Whoa, you know, this is not and that he was trying to kill him. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. when Spider Noir too goes, That is such a cool origin story. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a spin, but yeah, I don't know. So not one scene, but I, I really liked that aspect. What about you? What's oh. another thing that you liked about it? So since she was talking about the whole dad thing, you know, I there was a part where it actually got to me. Because it made me think of when my mom, when me and my mom's relationship in a way, because sometimes we like to butt heads, but at the same time, we do care for one another. And there was a part where uh, I think Miles, he, he was sitting behind the closed door and everything, and his dad was coming up. Oh, no, I remember. He was, I think he was uh, way up to the door or something, and his dad came up trying to talk to him and everything, and he said that, uh, I see this, this spark in you. You know, it's amazing. This is it's why I push him. You know, it's why he pushed him to do all these certain things, like get into the school and yeah. everything that's along the way. But then when continuing on, he's like, his dad's like, I love you. And he's saying, You don't have to say it back though. But you you know from that moment that Miles actually cares so much about his dad and his dad cares so much for his son that he would do anything for him just to make sure that he is safe and secure wherever he goes. Yes. And that's kind of a theme of a lot of the, I guess, authority figures in Miles' life really are very positive, like his father. There's also that teacher that's like, I can tell you're trying to fail and you should not do that. Like you are talented, you deserve to be here. And yeah, it's like, it it speaks to the importance, like you mentioned at the beginning of like mentorship, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I, I love that too. Um, I also, this is just like a quick aside uh some of my favorite scenes are with doc ock (laughs) i love i love that spin on doc ock it's just it's great although uh, oh go ahead oh no you good you good you go ahead i i I loved her character design um i you know i didn't really see it coming i started to sort of have thoughts in that scene where she reveals who she is um but also kind of going back to like mentioning earlier that I was sort of an anime fan she reminds the the way that they designed her and the fact that she's like this evil genius reminds me a lot um any old school anime fans out there would know but there was a show called Tenchi and there was a character called Washu and she was literally a mad scientist and they look so it's impossible to me that they didn't think of her when they designed this character so just both of those things about it and uh I love her suit and everything. So I I just, I I liked, and I liked the reveal when Peter Parker, Peter B. Parker is like, what'd you say your name was? Oh, it's, it's, uh, when I saw that, I'm going, hold up now. My mind flicked. It's like, hold on. Did she just say doc? Did she just say, I was like, uh, that don't mean typical thing. Like, Oh Lord, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, what's so fun about this multiverse stuff too, is like, it's almost like every character can be sort of like in a different place than what we're used to. And it, it just sort mm-hmm. of makes it fresh. P- plus uh, I love Catherine Hahn and I think she does a good, good uh, she's good at that character, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, just had to mention, I, I really like that scene and just the way they animated kind of like mm-hmm. you were talking about how cool it looks when miles is like fighting. I mm-hmm. like the way it looked too. when, with all her like octopus tentacles, it was just, mm-hmm. just really fun. Every time she was in a scene, she's oh, a good yes. bad guy. I, I will say like some of the some of the villains in this movie they were okay no but some of them were okay yeah which, like, which ones were okay you think I, I would say scorpion was was some he was he was a good person he was he was good to to go into the fight and yeah, you know yeah. he, he he wasn't he wasn't afraid to to go after miles and them yeah yeah, there, there, there are a lot of good bad guys. They kind of, some of them are almost more like cameos, like Green Goblin and like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, that Scorpion. Um, mm-hmm. But whenever they're on screen, they're pretty fun. Exactly. What did you think of this interpretation of Kingpin? So, I'm not going to lie. 
So basically, in the old, you know, figuring, you know, in the old movies and whatnot, I figured Kingpin was African American. That's oh, because I watched Daredevil. And you remember how we watched Daredevil? Oh, yeah, yeah. Kingpin, yeah, Kingpin, you know, African American. But then you go, you look at this and you're reading the comments, you go, oh, they just, like the old, in the Daredevil movie, they, oh, they just spent that. But then seeing this version of Kingpin, I'm going, he can't get through a door. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting I, art style. I like that all the characters are so different looking. You know, it's yeah. not like they're all kind of like a, a blueprint of the same thing. They, they, he's very interesting artistically. Yeah, he, he, I mean, like, if he played football, <laughs> he would he would tackle down everybody on the team and just go, oh, yeah, that, you know, that was nothing. But, yeah, they, like this version of Kingpin, it was a little bit interesting to see. Yeah. And... I will say, like, if they brought him back for like this, this, the second movie, but do a different yeah, version of him. He didn't die, so exactly because in the whole movie, you know, he's trying to bring back his his wife and his son, and we saw that from uh, was it the scene where they went to stop the the machine, and we saw mm-hmm. from like the the railroad station, and you know, just yeah. going like seeing this, you know, if. If you bring it back, like if you, you turn the machine back on, maybe a different version of Fisk will come out, and people yeah. go, "Oh, okay, so we got over Fisk. We got some more people coming in and whatnot." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we also learned too that like, because I think they they tr- he tries to spin it like Spider Man killed them, and then later you find out like he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yep. like, dang. Exactly. A uh, pretty ruthless bad guy, but yeah, I hadn't thought about that. You're right. I think it's been a while since I've seen some of the movies, but that mm-hmm. is an interesting choice, I guess, because he's a different version of Kingpin than the one that we're kind of used to seeing in movies. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, kind of more of the old old school mobster type Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, what's what's another uh, scene or another thing that you liked in the film? I will say that I love the fact that Peter B. Parker. Went back to May. I mean, went back, not May, yeah. but uh, back to Mary Jane. Because how they were like, all right, here's my story. And this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And then when we see Peter B. Parker, we go, okay, it's it's good. And all of a sudden we see what happened between him and Mary Jane. We're just going, oh, man, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry that happened to you. But then towards the end, you see him reconnecting with her and saying, hey, I'm going to do better. I'm going to fix everything, all my mistakes that I've done. It won't be great, but at the same time, I'm going to fix the mistakes that I've done so much, some, you know, somewhat for you. Yeah. And you can tell, like, I think with Peter, his stance on, you know, he kind of ended his, the marriage ended because he didn't want to have children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because he just saw that he was always in constant danger. And mm-hmm. he's like, why bring more potential you know, uh, victims to this lifestyle. And I think a lot of times the kind of old school blueprint of superheroes was kind of like that, right? Like there's a lot of heroes that are Mm -hmm. like Batman. They're like loners or, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone has died. They're an orphan. They're, you know, no one's around and it kind of stays that way. And it's Mm -hmm. sort of like, well, this is safer uh, if I don't let anyone in my life. But I like that this movie is all about like, actually, you know, your family, your friends, Mm -hmm it makes you stronger and it's a detriment when you don't have that, like his, his uncle choosing, you know, not to uh, put his family first and Kingpin not putting his family first. And then exactly. Peter Parker's got to learn that lesson too, that like, you know, mm-hmm. he can be happy and adjusted and still be Peter Parker. <laughs> and that's exactly. kind of his true. arc. Oh yes. What about you? What's, what's another scene of yours that you love watching? Um, let's see. Let me think. Well, I, I absolutely love, the way that all the, uh, you know, dimension stuff looks like, I mm-hmm. like the way that they represent that. Um, like when the characters are sort of blipping out, you know, uh, we learned oh, from yeah. doc Ock that there's a time limit to if, how long they can be in this plane of reality and also how it looks when like everything's getting worse and worse and worse. Exactly. And then finally, when it kind of culminates to that big fight scene at the end, mm-hmm. uh, and there's like, you know, trains whizzing by and buildings and stuff like that. I just, I love the way all that looks. I think it, oh, it yes. looks beautiful. Um, really and so that, that, that was probably one of my favorite scenes. And then like with the, 
towards that towards the end of that scene when Aaron's when uh Miles' dad comes like, oh my son, my son, and then he's electrocuted a uh, kingpin. I'm just going, yes, that's what yes. I needed to see. <laughs> but you he know, finally and he harnessed did, his powers. But then he did the whole uh the thing that his uncle showed him. Uncle Aaron showed him like the hey. <laughs> I yes, laughed when he did. Was I was hilarious. like, I was like, hey, <laughs> I was like, hey. <laughs> That's so cute. I, I love all the like growth moments for Miles throughout the movie too. But yeah, yes. that was that was such a good pay payback. And Spider Man kind of always has that moment where he's like on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember with Tom Holland, he's like covered in rubble. Like there's always kind of a scene where he's gotta kinda like pick himself back up. And so yeah, getting to see his dad sort of call out to him and, and motivate him. And then mm-hmm. he sends King Pig spinning. He's like, Why don't Almost. you in this for me and he like throws him it's exactly. really great exactly. yeah that was That's a good true. one oh was... i like too aunt may in the, in this universe she's kind of like a she's kind of like an alfred oh yeah she she wasn't afraid to be herself you know she was like okay well guess what i'm gonna be here i'm gonna knock some people's out you know i'm gonna if a baddie want to come i got this okay so nothing <laughs> wrong with that i love when peter Parker's like, oh, that's like my little shed where I keep all my Spider-Man stuff. And mm-hmm. then it, it like opens up into that layer. <laughs> He's like, oh. You're like, uh, okay. <laughs> Never so mind. That's, that's interesting. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this version of Aunt May. She seems like she can really hold her own. And, and the scene too where they're all in her house and she's like, can y'all take this outside? I thought was pretty, that pretty was good hilarious. too. I, like <laughs> I, I will say, she better be in the second one because... Yeah, I, I enjoyed I, I her. I don't know if they if there was if it was in the uh in the lair, but uh Spider Man actually has a, a car that's like a like a spider car. So oh. I don't know if it was actually in the movie, but I want to if they do put it in the second one, that would be pretty awesome to see. Yes, there was definitely a jet because I remember Peter Parker was like, "Oh yeah, Aunt May mm-hmm. was like this, except without all the jets and stuff." Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that would be cool. I bet, like in the second one, I would think like maybe her, him, uh, Miles, and Aunt May have like a closer connection, you know? Yes, yes. And and then and he can like go to her for new costumes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then I hope, like I hope with like the whole spider spider family coming out, I hope that they bring in Annie. So Annie is the daughter of. Uh, or she's like a daughter or a friend of uh, Peter and Mary Jane. Let me check this real fast. Uh, hold on. Oh yeah, no, no, and take your time. Part, part there. Um, like, so, but yeah, there is a okay, Anna Mae Parker. That's her name. So she is the daughter of, okay. of Peter of uh, Peter Parker and Mary Jane. But there is oh, a okay. in the comics, there is a there is a, a there's a portion of it where they reference to uh, Michael Jackson. And I hope they put this in. That'd be funny in the, if they put it in the movie. So basically, it says uh, Peter Parker, he's looking at Annie, and he goes, Annie, are you okay? Like, Annie, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm just going, if they put this in this movie, I will bust out laughing so much. That's so funny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they should definitely do that. I like that. I could definitely see that if they continue like the multiverse stuff. Because at yes. the end of this movie, it looks like he communicates with, uh, with Gwen Stacy. Yeah. yeah, Gwen Stacy, yes. So... He's he's apparently needed again. Oh yes, most so, yeah. I mean, I mean, with the multiverse going on, there there's more there's more likely going to be some crazy happening with the next movie. Yeah, and did you say earlier that it's going to be like in the future? Uh, or no? Okay, maybe I misheard you. No, it was it was uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. He's from the future. He's oh, he was in oh, it. Oh okay, I get yes. it. I get it. Okay. So, but hopefully. They do go in a few years prior to that scenario that, you know, towards what happened to see what's mm-hmm. going on between the new Spider-Man for Miles Morales and other Spider-People as well. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm following now. Yeah. I haven't read them, so I'm kind of like mm-hmm. learning a lot here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, were there any other scenes or things that you wanted to, t- to touch on? I will say that I will need to watch it again. You know, just to <laughs> just to see like all the great great scenes from it, and so much more. Also, to see Stanley again because you know Stanley. I think that was his. I think this was his last film 
Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. And he like he he read the lines and everything. So yeah, it was yeah. like I think his last performance. His and for him to enter the Spider-Man film is is really Yeah, well like his, you know, his quote I, I, the quote I have actually pulled up. It says like that person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because mm-hmm. it is the right thing to do is indeed without a doubt a real superhero. And oh, I love that. And, right? And basically because that's what you and I do. We basically we're out there helping people whenever we can. We, we you know, we're making a difference uh, with or without a mask and we have a lot of fun doing so and people love that. You know, it, yeah. that's what we, that's what we actually need in life. We need things to, you know, bring us up so that way we won't be let down by whatever goes on towards our lives or what happens in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. I, I definitely feel that it is like a very positive thing and mm-hmm. yeah that is touching that that was like his last film mm-hmm. and yeah I, lo- I love watching this movie i've seen it you know a few times and we'll definitely see it again mm-hmm. um well i get oh you know another interesting thing about this movie is that it's two hours which is not typical for a lot of anime right films. the moment you walk in there okay so you know how like people go eat popcorn and they you know they just eat <laughs> when with the previews and it's like oh i'm out of popcorn I legit waited until I went to watch the movie. I'm eating my popcorn like halfway through the movie. I'm looking. I'm going, where's my popcorn? I was going, I thought this movie should have been ended. I was like, nope, this movie ain't ended at all. Yeah, because like kids movies are often like an hour or like an hour Mm -hmm. and a half. But I think because it's such a big story, uh, because they've got to get into the, you know, not only do they have to get into this like concept of all these multiverses, but also each character. I love the way that there's that like, pattern of reintroducing like so this is how i became spider-man you know this is how i became spider-man this is how you know Mm -hmm. so they kind of there's so much ground to cover but Mm -hmm. you definitely don't feel the runtime um other than you missing your popcorn um (laughs) (laughs) i I wasn't you know i never looked at my watch or anything i and i think that's that can be tough to do i think the reason why a lot of animated films are so short is because that is difficult to do and it's difficult to like keep kids attention and Mm -hmm. like you know, keep things going for two hours, but they did a, a really good good job with this film for sure. Almost definitely. Yeah, and and now I can't think of that. I mean, hey, you know, I wasn't really like a post Malone fan, but I feel like this movie kind of made me more of one just because I like that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was like when when I bought, when I heard that, you know, I was like, I gotta find the soundtrack. And yeah, the I, soundtrack's awesome. It is so beautiful. I I love records, like vinyl records, so I had to go buy it on vinyl. And let yeah. me tell you, it sounds so beautiful. Yeah, and it's so fun much. seeing like you know a film like this with different music styles in it because mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. like a lot of uh, animated films are very traditional or like I mean you just don't hear like ever any like hip hop or uh, mm-hmm. electronic music and so I think because of, like the style of the film the the animation and everything. I loved seeing that or hearing that too. So I was like, Ooh, this is cool. Like this is like a legitimately cool soundtrack for a kid's Mm -hmm. film. Like you just don't get that that often. So, I mean, I like other, you know, soundtracks, but I thought that Mm -hmm. was interesting about this film too. Um, Yeah. Um, Well, this brings me to my last couple of questions then. Uh, Mm -hmm. Number one, uh, if I know we talked about it this, you know, during this, uh, during this episode, but if you had mm-hmm. to summarize it, uh, why why do you love this movie so much? Why do you think you keep returning to it? It's just, you know, the development, you know, for for people to know more and more about Spider-Man, but from a different perspective. You know, people think Spider-Man is just some regular, uh, some regular person who goes out there fighting bad guys. However, most people don't know that there are different versions of this Spider-Man. And because of this movie, it actually brings out a lot for people. And also, it also brings out representation for people of color as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, I feel like this movie does a good job. I hope of, of changing hearts and minds of people that don't understand that, you know, I, 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 growing up, I would always hear people say like, well, why, why do we need that? You know, you know, exactly. what difference does Most it make? Um, I remember like, I have this memory of when I worked at a comic shop and 
he was my friend, but he was like openly complaining that they made the newer version of Green Lantern, uh, what's his name, John Stewart. He was oh, like, why wow. do they feel like they have to do that? And I remember there was a guy in the shop that happened to, I wish I knew his name. I see him sometimes at cons, but he makes these uh, comic books about like children that are superheroes and, uh, and he's black. And he turned around and said, you know, you say that, but why can't we have just one? Like, how does that hurt you if one person in the justice league is a person of color? Like, how is that hurting you? You still can have the other Green Lantern, but just give us one or two. We don't have anybody. And he was like just super embarrassed and obviously shut down. He thought he could just say that and like nobody would say anything. Okay. And that memory yes. just like stuck with me. And I remember hearing that a lot growing up, you know, that it wasn't important um, yeah. or that it's, it's forced somehow. Mm-hmm. And it always really bothered me because, you know, when you're a nerd, you're kind of already in an other category a little bit, you know, yes, you're not the cool kids. Exactly. And as a girl in that space, you know, and, and as a, a Latinx person, you know, a lot of the characters did not look like me and it mm-hmm. hurt my feelings when people would say things like that, like, Oh, they're just adding a female character or, Oh, they're just mm-hmm. adding a person of color. I used to think, so then I'm kind of not even accepted in the nerd community either. You know, not only am I an outsider outside of this, but also mm-hmm. in this community. And I think for a long time, a lot of people felt that way. There was sort of like this, uh, I think because a lot of the characters were, you know, white and male. Um, yeah. A lot of people feel left out. They love those characters. Like they love Spider-Man. They love Batman. Mm-hmm. And they feel like, oh, I'm accepted because I like those things. And then you hear something like that and it, it hurts your feelings. You're like, wow, so maybe I'm not accepted, you know? And I think this movie did a really good job of like telling Miles' story and making it so front and center to where I feel like, I hope that people see it and have kind of an aha moment. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I know every time I see you wear that costume and you go to, you know, we go to an event or you go to a convention Mm -hmm. and the way that kids respond to you and specifically kids of color um, you see how big of an impact that is. And, you know, I remember like when the Wonder Woman movie came out the, uh, fairly recently, a few years ago, I had mm-hmm. tears in my eyes and I was kind of like, I wish they had this when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. And I feel that way about this Spider-Man movie too. It would have been great to have had this, you know, growing up too. Um, so I think definitely. it's super important. And yeah, I, I really like, uh, I like that you brought that up because I think mm-hmm. representation in these films is really important because there's different kinds of people out there <laughs> they all they're, deserve that. their own heroes and so i i really i really appreciate that exactly and like to piggyback off what you're talking about since both since both of us cosplay you know there have been times when i will post a picture because like like you say you know both of us love anime and i love anime so much and there i, I don't know if you, do you watch my hero academia yeah my my husband is like a huge fan so i've seen okay. quite a few and we've we've talked about cosplaying it too yeah okay first of all please cosplay because i would love to see that <laughs> i want to be decky too <laughs> girl yes I'm gonna because, the when, club. <laughs> cause that's, that's and that's the thing so whenever i cosplay deku i did my own version and many people were like oh deku can't be pro you know deku can't be black blah 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 this and to them i say or to anyone who's listening you know oh this person should be this color this person let me tell you something it don't matter. As long as that person is having fun, cosplaying who they want to be, let them have fun. It makes no sense for you to criticize what they are doing. If yeah. I want to cosplay Batman, which I've actually done, but I've cosplayed a different version of them, let them cosplay that person. If you know it's, They like to have fun. It makes an impact to them and so much more. So do not be... Uh, you know, a bigotry towards that and let those people have fun no matter what. When you go to a convention uh, mm-hmm. and you meet other people, mm-hmm. it's like you can be instant friends because you've got so much in common. And so right. it, it it really upsets me when people have that reaction. It is terrible, number one. And then mm-hmm. number two, yeah, okay, a lot of the anime characters, <laughs> almost all of them, you know, are not 
people of color. They've kind of gotten better in recent years where they're starting to introduce more types of people. But to your credit, you can cosplay whoever you want. If you put on the traditional Spider-Man costume, you're Peter Parker. You can be Peter mm-hmm. Parker, Miles Morales, whoever you want to be. And it should not, we shouldn't be limited by that, by, you know, what uh, race you are or age or, you know, anything. It's just Amen. for fans. Amen. And it's like, it you know, cosplay is fun. It's something to celebrate and something to have fun with. And when you're negative like that, it definitely takes the fun out of it. So yeah, be mindful out there of, you know, how you're approaching people and what you're saying and how it can affect people. Cause that's, that's not cool, you know, at all. Um, but yeah, I love anime to too. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think like there's been kind of a movement in the community to try to combat some of that negativity that I appreciate that it's at least being acknowledged, but I still feel like there's so much more to do. So yeah, definitely do your part and, you know, oh, in, yes. in that Most- kind of negativity. Most definitely after what happened, uh, hearing about what happened to BlurredCon, uh, oh, let's yeah. just say Gosh. that was a craziness. But uh, but yeah. yes, let you know you should let people cosplay who they want to be. Don't like try to force that person to cosplay somebody that you want them to cosplay. Yeah, be careful with suggestions. I don't like that mm-hmm. either. It's like this is who you are. This is who you look like, and you're like, um, exactly. these are the characters that I identify with. Sometimes it's personality. Sometimes. It could be so many different things. So yeah, mm-hmm. totally agree with that. And yeah, I like this movie, like I said, because of the the representation is a big part of that. I love seeing oh, yes. a different, you know, I didn't really mention that he, you know, he he's, you know, also I think he's Afro-Latino too, right? Mm-hmm. Because his lame. mother. Yeah. And I think that's cool because, you know, he's in Brooklyn and honestly, that makes sense. You know, that's just like a story that we haven't gotten to hear a lot and see a lot represented on film. So I thought that was really, it's cool to see a, a, a kid with parents that, uh, you know, are speaking Spanish. So I thought that was really neat too. Um, and his mama don't play in this movie. I'm telling you. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of my mom. Um, and then, <laughs> and then uh, my other question for you is how, how do you pitch this movie? Like if somebody hasn't seen this yet, which they should obviously, but mm-hmm. how do you pitch this movie to someone that's, that's new to this film? All right, so I got. I sometimes I sometimes can do different voices, but I'm like, think about this. If Spider Man <laughs> met other versions, what would it be like? Spider Man into the Spider Verse coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> that was pretty That's, good. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can. I do what I can. I like but that. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's like more versions of Spider-Man. I, you know, sometimes there's this fear, like of I, I think for some people that went into this movie, they're like, oh no, now I'm going to have to keep up with all these different Spider-Men. But they mm-hmm. do such a good job of like telling all those stories and mm-hmm. all of them like blending together. It's just so fun to watch. Um, yes. And yeah, so I agree with that. And I and and I'd also say. You know, it's like I said earlier, artistically, just it's beautiful. It's got a great soundtrack and a great mm-hmm. cast. Um, it's just a great film. So um, and hopefully it broadens your perspective on on what film is, too, because, you know, I, I, there, I have so many friends that are like, I don't really watch uh, anything animated. You know, that's for kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but uh, animation is cool because it's just so limitless. You know, there's only it's so much we can exactly do right in the real world. So it, it's it's films like this are fun because it really you know, expands the horizons of what you're able to to portray. So I, mm-hmm. I'd say this is a really good movie. I really liked it. Uh, we'll pretty much watch anything from that studio, but I, I like mm-hmm. that you mentioned there's going to be another one of these uh, and looking forward to that as well. Yes. Yes. Well, Ryan, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Uh, where can people find you? So uh, you can find me on, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under uh, the name DJ Loopy. <laughs> Uh, like Luffy from One Piece, so DJ Luffy Sticks, <laughs> but it's DJ L U F F Y S T I X. So there's a fun story behind that, but I'm going to continue on uh, with that. No worries. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel where I talk about things going on currently with our, you know, in the world. And you can just basically type in my name. You should be able to find me on there. Also, I have a Facebook page. Uh, it's just, you can just, I think you type in. Mr. Bryant Collins, but put it all as one word, and you should be able to find me on there. 
don't have TikTok because I just don't want to do TikTok. So <laughs> no pressure. But, yeah, exactly. Right. But uh, yeah, you can be able to find me on those. Okay. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and hope to have you back soon and talk about some more films. Yes, hopefully. You know what? Next movie, we should probably talk about the the Metros versus the Machines. I'm okay, I'm going to save that one for you then, because I, I yes. really, I just saw that. I absolutely loved it. So we'll definitely so say, have you back to talk save about that, that one. And also say Blade for me. Okay. So oh, yes. Okay, yes, I'm going to write both of these down. Yes. You, whenever people tell me, I try to write them down so that I don't forget. I got you. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm making a quick note here. Bryant, Mitchell's. <laughs> Make sure to take, check it twice, too. Just make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's only been a couple times where I've had to give a movie away, but it's only when, like, everybody asks for the same film, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it to the newbie, you know. <laughs> but um, but otherwise, I let people I let people uh, claim them, so you can do that. All right, nice. well, Brian, thank you so much for coming on, and hope to have you back soon. Thank you so much for inviting me. I loved it, and enjoy spending time with you. 